It was six o'clock in the morning, and Edward Johnson was being escorted to the infamous West Wing of the White House. A few hours before, he'd gotten the call that President Halloway wanted to meet with him that morning. He had met Susan Halloway when she'd been a senator and a rising star in politics, but this was his first summons to the White House. As he and his escort walked the long corridors, Ed noted that despite the early hour, the White House was already abuzz with activity, and he suspected the quiet moments in this historic seat of power were few and far between. His thoughts returned to the meeting ahead as the aide who was escorting him came to a halt and spoke to one of the Secret Service agents posted outside the Oval Office. The agent nodded, but Ed knew the agency had already vetted him long before he had been allowed to enter the White House. The door opened, and the aide stepped just inside the doorway for a brief moment, then turned back toward him. The president will see you now. Ed nodded his thanks and stepped inside, taking stock of the place he'd only seen in pictures until then. But the pictures weren't nearly as impressive as standing in the actual office of the president. Ed felt like he was marching through history with each step he took across the plush carpet of the vast room. His eyes slid toward the resolute desk where ninety years before John F. Kennedy Jr. had played at his father's feet. Ed closed his mouth and brought his attention back to the president. Madam President, Ed said. Mr. Johnson. It's been a long time, President Halloway said. Thank you for coming on such short notice. I believe you know Dr. Philip Gray? Ed shook hands with Dr. Gray. He knew of him. Ducks Corp. had indirectly funded Gray's research in particle physics, but Gray was more advisor than scientist these days. Please, call me Ed, he said. Susan nodded. I'd apologize for waking you in the middle of the night to bring you here, but I knew you were already up. Hardly anyone sleeps all that much at Mission Control since we've had initial contact with Michael Hunsicker, Ed said. The president took her seat behind the desk, while Ed and Dr. Gray sat on the plush chairs facing her. I've been expecting your call, Ed said to the president. Really, Dr. Gray said. You expected a call from the president? Ed glanced sideways at Dr. Gray, but kept a majority of his attention on the president. Yes, and if I hadn't been called, I would have initiated contact. Philip Gray's mouth hung open in a half-bewildered smile. Indeed, President Halloway said. And it would have been a call I'd have been remiss to ignore, especially when it came from the head of Ducks Corporation and a member of its inner circle. They shared a moment of acknowledgement, each confirming the other's powerful positions and influence, but any head of Ducks Corp hadn't reached such levels of influence by being bullheaded. Thank you for seeing me, Madam President, Ed said. President Halloway smiled, and tiny crow's feet formed along the edges of her brown eyes. She was a handsome woman, not overwhelmingly beautiful, but certainly pleasant to look at, and only a fool would underestimate her. Beneath the pleasant exterior was a shrewd and powerful leader. Over the next few days, world leaders will be receiving similar briefings of what I'm about to share with you and your staff after this meeting, Ed began. Is this regarding the Shroud Network? Dr. Gray asked. In part. NASA and the other space agencies around the world have been working through the Athena's final data burst, Ed said. The one from that hacker, Zach Quick? Dr. Gray said in a tone that bordered on accusatory. I won't argue Zach's presence on the Athena mission. His contribution to the mission has proven invaluable time and time again. The only reason we're aware of the Shroud Network is because of his work, Ed said. 
What is Commander Hunsicker's status? President Halloway asked. He's assured us that he has plenty of provisions, but I assume you'd really like to know about the alien he's taken residence with on Pluto, Ed said. That's a big part of it, President Halloway said. The events of the past few months have made the spaceship Endurance a high-priority item so a rescue mission could get underway. The leak about the alien structure on Pluto and the alien message before that have made many of those on Capitol Hill want to haul Duxcorp leaders and all its subsidiaries before a congressional hearing. Understood, Madam President, Ed said. The President's lips curved upward. You're very good, Ed. Your reputation is well-deserved. Bruce Matherson's goal was always for the betterment of mankind. His granddaughter is on the Athena mission, Ed said. So you believe they're still alive? President Halloway asked. Yes, I do, Ed answered. The events leading to the disappearance of the Athena were confirmed by Chazen. The alien, Dr. Gray said. They call themselves Boxens. We have no reason not to believe him, Ed said. President Halloway leveled her gaze at Ed. Except for the fact that they've been observing us in secret for over a hundred years, and the presence of the Star Shroud doesn't inspire a lot of trust, there is a lot that doesn't add up for me or my military advisors. I would like to open formal communications with the Boxen. He won't speak to us in any formal capacity, Ed said. Why not? Dr. Gray asked. He said he's not authorized to negotiate for his species. He's some type of research scientist, and the reason he's communicating at all is because of Michael Hunsicker's presence, Ed said. I would like to speak with him, President Halloway said in a tone that left little room for negotiation. Ed nodded. It's possible, now that we've finished building the device. We saw that in your report, Dr. Gray said, and quickly scanned his tablet computer. A communications device that allows for real-time communication with the alien outpost on Pluto. To put it in layman's terms, Ed said, we can receive calls, but we cannot initiate a call of our own. The device is basically a receiver. Quite ingenious, actually. It has a lot of people in Houston excited. We've shared the design specs with the other space agencies. President Halloway rose from her seat and walked over to the massive window, gazing out at the meticulous landscape that made up the White House grounds. After a moment's contemplation, she turned back toward them. What would you suggest we do? I would suggest we offer Chazen our aid without any strings attached. My impression from Michael Hunsicker is that the Boxen is keenly observant. We shouldn't try any ploys or anything, Ed said and paused. The official offer of aid should come from the global community and not just this nation.